Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. We're joined today by Clara Nicolosi and Cindy Strait. Clara is the broker owner of Remax of Hot Springs Village, and Cindy Strait is the nightly rental manager for Remax of Hot Springs Village. And today, the subject, short-term rentals inside the village. Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out. I'm Randy Cantrell. We post episodes in video and in audio at our website. Easiest way to get to the website is hsvinsideout.com. And thanks to all of you. HSV Inside Out is the number one rated podcast about Hot Springs Village. Little known secret, we're the only podcast about Hot Springs Village. But we're still going to say we're number we're number one. So we want you to visit the website, join our free email newsletter. Today we're t- going to talk about short-term rentals inside the village. And so I want to bring in my co-host, Dennis Simpson, who is himself an experienced operator in short-term rentals. So take it away, Dennis. You know, when you say experienced, uh, I always hear old. That's the word that comes to my mind, but I'd I'd rather not be a, but okay, I'll take experience. I'll take experience. Well, I tell you what, it is a delight to have Clara and Cindy with us today. People that know the short-term rental inside out as good as anybody else. And we've got so many topics I wanted to cover today. We've actually got uh, a a slew to say the least. Um, I've been talking with, Frankly, lots of other people. And, you know, I guess the first thing to say is, and Clara, you know this, and Cindy, uh, in a shorter way, who uses short-term rentals? Everybody? Everybody. Well, the reason Everyone, I say... Well, I'm, okay, sorry? I'm sorry. Well, no, I will say we, we have a diverse group of folks that I think use it. Not only do we have of villagers who bring in their families and loved ones and people that want to come visit them. We have first timers who have never heard about the village, but may have wanted to maybe play downtown or go to a concert at, at Oaklawn or something and find our rentals and move in and come here to, to stay in our rentals and fall in love with our community. And that's really, really the, the, the way we'd like it to happen. Well, I kind of wanted to go back to the history side just a little. And the bottom line was, is that Cooper basically brought us all here one way or the other. And they used overnight rentals every night, thousands, you know. So it, it's not like this is the first time we've ever heard of short-term rentals. I think it's a, it's a perception that, that it's a new thing, but it's far from new. Wouldn't you say, Cindy? Yes, very much so. It's been around for quite a while. And that's how most of us all got to the village, was staying in a rental and checking the place out. Well, and you know... Uh, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a real show and we wouldn't have real details if we didn't cover the unfortunate parts and whatever. And it gets a bad rap, in my opinion, sometimes. Uh, the, one of the issues that is discussed a lot of times is that, you know, well, these these outsiders come in and they rent a place and then they're loud. and They have parties and whatever. Uh, I've actually had the opportunity to speak to Chief Middleton about this. And uh, I asked, I said, you know, do do short term rentals have more issues than than residentials? His reply was, we don't know. And, and I was a little flat-footed at that. And I said, well, why would you say you don't know? And he said, because we don't know if somebody's from out of town until we arrest them. And we hardly arrest anybody. <laughs> and I thought, well, what a great, what a great point. I asked if there was a way that we could delineate those numbers. And he said, no. And the more that we talked about it, it was very clear that 
by there not being a issue with the police, then there's not an issue with the police. Clara, does that make sense? Totally. I would say, and Cindy, you can chime in on this. Probably our biggest issue is parking because we will get someone that rents one of these larger homes, perhaps on a lake, has multiple bedrooms, lots of beds, has the ability to sleep a lot of people. And so they bring in many family members in multiple cars. And that's really when the police get called in, when the parking, you know, when the driveway's full and there's people parking on the curb. What, what do you think about that, Cindy? Yeah, I agree. Uh, the parking thing's an issue. I, I've had very few uh, noise complaints and, and those are taken care of and those people are banned. So um, it, it, I think information is the biggest thing. And so we've added more information about the village quiet time. I think most people want to be respectful. Some people just don't know. I think there's a couple of issues and there's so many misconceptions. I, I spoke to a realtor earlier today. that Pat, You'll get a kick out of this, uh, Clara. She said that people had told her they didn't want short term rentals next by them because it reduced property values. I thought that'd get a chuckle <laughs> well, because doesn't it seem, doesn't that seem exactly counterintuitive? Totally I mean, counter, could be counterintuitive. You know, the, the beauty of the short-term rentals is it brings more, you know, ready, willing, and able buyers or people that want to learn more about our community here. And I think that's a plus. Cindy, what's your average, your average guest? Who are they? Where are they from roughly? Um, I would say they're retired people that either love to golf or they're coming with the next generation to bring them out to the lake. I, I, I would say hear, that's the majority. I want to hear more about the next generation. What's your thought there? Um, I, I think the next generation coming up, the, the 40 to 50s, the ones that have older children, not necessarily small children. Um, I, I think they need a place to gather as a family. And I, I see that a lot where the they there's three generations or the third generation already lives in the village and the, the next two generations come and they all get together. Um, and, and of course the third generation, the oldest generation has a smaller home when they come out here because they're out here to retire. So yeah. we rent them a bigger place where everyone can gather and be together as a family. I'll tell you what, I'm, I, I, I've been looking forward to inviting you and asking you ladies this, Randy, you're the man I want to ask today. What's your impression of short-term rentals? Well, I'm, I'm the poster child <laughs> like you guys have said for, for a person, my first experience was your guest suite, uh, in the basement of where you are sitting right now in 2018, I'd never heard of hot springs village. I'd heard of hot springs, uh, was looking for some place to get away. Uh, my wife and I, um, and we're clearly really young, as you can tell, and we've only been married 40 years. Mm -hmm. We were just looking for a place to get away. And I love, I love the scenery. I love West Texas, uh, which is where Cindy is from. And, uh, I just wanted to get away and had never heard of the place, looked at the pictures and thought, how have I never heard of this place? So we rented your place and it was, uh, we were smitten, you know, completely smitten. Now we were, we were, that's the first time we'd stayed anywhere in hot springs village. Um, I was going to say about the parking and we, we stay at a variety of places because I wanted to get a flavor. So mm -hmm. I would say as somebody now who is a prospective buyer of a lot or a house, cause I am seriously. So I have been able to taste golf courses, lakefront property, secluded 
cul-de-sacs where there's nobody for miles and it's nothing but, you know, uh, chipmunks and squirrels and things uh, just to get a flavor of the place. And then when it comes to parking, my wife and I go out, we walk the neighborhoods. I have 100% of the time been asked by neighbors, people who live right next door to the places where we, where we are renting. They notice our Texas plates. They engage us in conversation. Where are you guys from? I mean, these are people that are super friendly, super inquisitive, and I'm, I'm not overstating that it, it happens every single time we come. And sometimes we stay at a same place a number of times throughout the year and the neighbors remember us. <laughs> I may not remember them. So I, now we're, we're one couple, we're not a tribe of people, but I'm also thinking I've got five grandkids here in Texas have no these families aren't going to relocate to hot springs village but i very much would like them to visit i could certainly see the advantage of we can all congregate in some smaller place but now they've got a place to stay you know i'm not farming them out to some hotel which is a completely different experience uh, than a short-term rental so i'm i'm biased i admit my bias up front i'm a huge fan but it, it also, it, like you say, it, it's actually, it's like a buffet. It's a sampler. You get to stay. I mean, what would it cost you to stay? You know, you, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you would do it. If you didn't use a short-term rental, how would you test every different piece of the market, the golf, the view, the lake, the interior, the, the end of the street, I want to be left alone, you know, kind of guy. Well, I'm in Dallas-Fort Worth, and right now in Dallas-Fort Worth, to stay at just a mediocre run-of-the-mill and I could name names, but you know, you know, the kinds of hotels I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a Marriott. I'm not talking about some high end, just those places off, off, off the exit ramp on an interstate. And you're going to pay a hundred bucks a night. Easy. There Easy. are places, there are places in the village that Rhonda and I have stayed that are 60 bucks a night for, <laughs> you know, for in a secluded place that are, that are awesome you know, just awesome. So, and it obviously depends on your taste and how many people are in your party and how many bedrooms, you know, and I know Dennis, I know that you've got a, you've got a property that's sleeps a whole lot of folks. And that's the other advantage to me is not just the location. And, and I don't, I really don't understand the worry. Come on. Hot Springs village is not the place I'm going to go. If I want to stay out and party until 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm not coming to hot Springs village. I'm smart enough to know that's probably not going to be my cup of tea. What? I, I can't imagine people who come to hot Springs village that are going to just have a, some kind of a lavish blowout at all hours of the night. I'm not surprised that the chief, you know, that, that there's not a ton of phone calls about things like that. I could see that if, you know, visitors come and there's like eight cars in a, in a driveway that can mm -hmm. accommodate four. I can, I can understand that, but I mean, how often does that happen, Cindy? I mean, is that how problematic is that really? Yeah, no, it's small percentage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You well, know, and the, the whole thing that started this podcast, I told the ladies before we hit record, the whole point of us starting this podcast was to kind of get away from everybody wanting to think that the exception is the rule. Mm -hmm. There are exceptions yeah. every, there are exceptions everywhere, but things get so amplified and, and bent out of shape. 
I'm, I'm a huge fan, and I would not know about Hot Springs Village without short-term rental. I would not be seriously thinking about investing my money to have a second home in Hot Springs Village if short-term rental didn't exist. That's just the fact of it. I've got just a silly question, and I think this may happen to you too sometimes, Cindy. Randy, did you think you were going to stay in Hot Springs? Were you looking to stay in Hot Springs, and then you no. found the village? Or no, I knew I didn't want to stay in Hot Springs. I knew <laughs> I knew Hot Springs. No offense to Hot Springs, no, just no. not my cup of tea. No. Uh, I get you know going there to shop and that sort of stuff. I'm just the tourist trap ishness is not appealing to me. I wanted I wanted woods. I wanted hiking trails. I don't golf. I don't do lake activities. But I love looking at them. My favorite places are on golf courses, and I've played golf twice in my life. But I really enjoy I enjoy kind of watching people play, and I enjoy the beauty of it. So the tranquility is what I was after. So, no, I, I was looking to come to, and I was just crossing my fingers and hoping that it was as advertised. And that's the other thing. I have never yet. Mm had a short-term rental experience inside the village. I'm not saying they don't exist. They may, but I've never yet had an experience where I felt like, okay, this was, this is a misrepresentation. They have all been 100% as advertised. Wow. Cindy, I have a range of questions I want to ask you because I, I, I'm guessing, and Clara, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, and I don't know that we're going to mention numbers, but I think probably Cindy is probably the largest manager of, of, of Airbnbs, at least. Is that fair? Um, don't know the numbers quite right now. If not, she, she's vying for number one spot. She, she's she, one she of the, she's, yeah. she's in, she's in the top two or three. She's in the yes, top two or is. three. Yes, she's she driven is. to become that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know her well. Yes, you're right. She is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so now Cindy, you, you've got several, uh, lots to manage over. Your most expensive unit is what? Just rough me. 650. 650 for a night. And what will that get me? That'll get you a three bedroom, three bath house with a fully furnished two bedroom, one bath apartment underneath and a swimming pool on Lake Granada. So I get to be on Lake Granada. I have a swimming pool and I have a five bedroom house for 650. Is that right? What, what's what's the least expensive I can do? Time out, time out. The six fifty. Oh. Time out. The six fifty will sleep how many? Thirteen. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, that's important. <laughs> it is. Yeah. How many, how many hotel? That's important. People just say, "Well, six fifty. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but thirteen people can sleep there. How yeah. many hotel rooms is that? How many? Yes. Is it, yeah, is it well, seven hotel rooms? Yeah, exactly. it's a bunch. And by the way, we'll link up for those of us those that are listening and watching. We'll put a link. We'll put a link to that with y'all's permission. I assume you won't mind that. We'll put a link to that that unit so that you can see what six fifty a night will get you if you have a party of thirteen. There are ten people, including me, in my tribe. Mm-hmm. So if I were to bring all ten, we we split the cost. We have done that, by the way. We've gone to the Gulf Coast in Florida and Alabama, and we've rented multi bedroom condos. That's and it's not nearly as probably as spectacular as this property that Cindy's got. Okay. Continue. Uh, I was going to say, tell us more about the property, Cindy. What, what would you say about it? About the, the big property? Yeah. 
Oh, it's gorgeous. They have uh, garden tubs in both of the upstairs bathrooms. They have gigantic stand-up showers that have all been completely redone. Um, the pool is just immaculate, has two little dolphins at the bottom. Um, and the view, the whole, the whole wall that faces the lake is glass and you can just see the lake and the pool from and any window on that side of the house. It's what's, just, and it's immaculate. What's the minimum number of nights there? Uh, two. And, and you've had to call the police how many times? Just once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and, and Randy, let's come into this a little more and, and dive into a little more. Um, you know, for example, you stayed downstairs at our unit here, Randy. I called the police on you how many times? Yeah, none. Uh, zero. <laughs> Uh, I've called. None. We I had, had to. I had to call you a few times because your <laughs> nightlight your nightlight went out, and Dennis shows up with a pack of about five <laughs> nightlights, and I'm like, I just need one. I appreciate well, we, the service. You know, we got to shut up those complainers, right, Cindy? Yeah. You can't let them complain. Next thing you know, you don't have a five. You got a four because you didn't have a nightlight. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, when you get up in the middle of the night and you're in unfamiliar territory and you walk into a wall the first night, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to have a light here somewhere. So let me get this straight. So a nightlight is cheaper than a lawsuit. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, well, there wouldn't be. There wouldn't going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Anyway, but my point being, uh, the downstairs unit at our uh, here at uh, our house, uh, I looked today. In the last three and a half, coming on four years, uh, we've had nearly 700 different visits, zero police, zero complaints, zero anything, anything. So I, I think it's, you know, and, and Clara, maybe you can come into this too. Probably 10 to 15 years ago, there was a concept, and I don't know if it's a concept or just a common rumor, that the, the problem in the village, the boogeyman of the hour, was those darn construction workers that were coming in and going to the beach and using the beach, and then they were conducting all the crime. Do you remember hearing that? Oh, absolutely. That was that was the known. And then, and then the village added hours of when the construction workers' permits would expire. But I don't necessarily believe that that was happening on any mass scale. So... Is this considered throwing rocks back at the rock throwers, Randy? I'm just concerned. Is that yeah, a little bit? Well, hey, Claire and Cindy, I'm I'm curious. What what are the concern? What are the concerns of people that are outside, that people that don't participate in short term rental, but they're fearful about it? What what are those concerns that they have? I, I think they're just worried about the the people that are coming in because it's unfamiliar and they're unknown, mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of them will go introduce themselves because once you have a relationship there they're a little less likely to be out on the back howling at the moon, you know, <laughs> drinking beer at midnight. So I, I think that's the biggest fear is that's what people picture. They picture some wild, rowdy crowd, karaoke and in the garage all night with the door open or whatever. And it's, that's just not what 99.9% .9 of our visitors do. Well, again, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick to my premise that, I mean, if that's what you're into, you're not coming there. No, no. Now, why would you why would you even think about coming there if that's what you really are into if you're right. into that you're going to be really disappointed in the village you really are i mean seriously seriously yeah, yeah. but the one noise complaint i got it really was just about it was just they didn't know i mean they didn't know we rolled the rugs up at 10 and everybody goes to bed so that, yeah. that was just an education thing and i don't think they meant to be rude i think they were just naturally loud and travel you know noise travels on a lake so well, I got five grandkids. I can attest one, my youngest who I've nicknamed road rash Roy. That's not his name. Kaysen is his name, but road rash Roy has always got some boo boo, you know, on his face because he's fallen or something. And yeah, he can, he's loud. 
I mean, he talks in an outside voice all the time, so yes. I could I could see that, but you know, short of that. You know, Randy would post those pictures of Road Rash Roy, and all I would think is, is have somebody called Scan, or is this kid just <laughs> what's the deal? No, he, he's he, just fearless. He's just loud. He's loud and fearless. So he he, he might would call. He, the cops might would get called if Roy was around. He actually attacks life with an aggression. Wouldn't that be fair? He's yeah, a, very he, much so. Yeah, uh, yeah, very very well, much. I, so. I want to, and and we we need to wrap up here just a minute and kind of get to the pieces. I do want to say I think the 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 uh, the we would call them STRs, short term rentals have brought, I believe, millions of dollars of purchases into the village. Clara, would you like to comment about that? I would agree with you, Dennis. Not only have we brought, you know, future homeowners based on the short-term rental stay, but we also have people that partake in our community, whether they go to the restaurants or they go play on the golf course or or engage in one of the local businesses. So it's it's a win-win. And I, I love the, the aspect of neighbors coming over and introducing themselves, because if we can make you know, we can show our true colors of our great community that we live in and, and become friendly and reach out to these folks. Maybe we'll just make a new Hot Springs Village resident out of that relationship. So I love that. Yeah. You like this Randy guy up here. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of the story. And Randy, let me ask, when people would come up and introduce themselves and just say hi, what was your outsider to insider impression? What did, did you go? Are these people kind of forward or is what? Oh no, not at all. And they, and they weren't treating us like, you know, with, with one eye kind of cocked wondering, okay, who, who, who are you people? The, the fascinating thing to me, and I realize that there are people who have lived in hot springs village, maybe even from the beginning, but to me, the fascinating thing is an awful lot of folks, everybody that I have met, they're from somewhere else. Hmm. So they came, they came to the village and they kind of treat you. They kind of treat you that way. So no, I've, I've felt very welcomed and, um, and happy that people engaged. Hmm. I, I love that friendly atmosphere. Uh, Cindy, the last thing we want to come over is from what I hear tell the short-term rental is easy. There's no headaches and everybody should do it. And it's easy to do, right? Yeah, right. I, sh I should do stand-up comedy, right? Right. You should. That was a good one. <laughs> tell, tell me. Tell Don't me tell that. him that, Cindy. He doesn't need to <laughs> Tell, tell me what it's like to run a short-term rental. What's it like to get into? What's it? What? Just give me the ballpark. As as the managing person or as the homeowner? Well, both. If you could, a little, you know. Okay. Number one, well, as, as the homeowner, we just send you money all the time. <laughs> um, as the manager, as the manager, um, it. I mean, it's pretty intense because you you have people on on both sides. I mean, you're you're in the middle. Of course, you represent the homeowner at all times. Um, but, but you're kind of in the middle, you know, and you, and you got to match up people that have a house with people that need a house and everybody has different needs and wants. And so to make that, um, connection is, is sometimes a little trickier, um, cause you got to deal with price range and, and, you know, people and beds and who can, you know, who needs their own room and all that sort of thing. And, but just the fact that you're managing someone's house that has to be maintained, has to be cleaned, has to be monitored has you know we you have to do walkthroughs you have to make sure you know the backyard fountain didn't break and water's gushing everywhere i mean there's just a lot to it there yeah. really is I, I wanted to say part of that is that there's a perception that hey i might just rent this out or whatever and then yeah there's things to that oh my goodness Cindy, one of the big things i did not cover randy this is a huge issue i completely fell off the map you know it would be good we probably ought to collect taxes off these shouldn't we cindy 
Yeah, she's she's. You're yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no, we oh. already do. That's yes. what people don't understand. Airbnb collects fees for themselves and all of the Garland County, all of the Saline County. If there's any applicable hot springs tax, they do all that. They pull it out of the check before we get one, right, Cindy? That's right. And the homeowners paying property taxes. And it, it, they're really just loaning their house out while they're not there. And the other people that are borrowing it are helping to pay the mortgage. I mean, that's how I look at it. It's just mm-hmm. a shared, a shared thing. Yeah. What, well, where's the furthest away place you have that where's the furthest away owner? Where's the owner furthest from California? Really? Yeah. And you manage their property with comfort every day, all the time. Yes. Um, I, inter- I, I interrupted Cindy before because Dennis was headed when you mentioned the most expensive and go to the other extreme. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Um, we have a $99 town home. That's a two bedroom, uh, one and a half bath. And it's, um, it's up by the Cortez golf course and it's, it's, it's really cute and it's very small, but it's really cute. And if there's just two of you or two couples just coming to golf, it's perfect. I actually sent video of that to Randy the other day, not that particular unit, but I, the, the uh, townhouses up by side Cortez, very, very cute. Very, very nice. Oh. You know, it, I go back again and again and again and again and again, the fine folks at Cooper, they knew what they were doing. They, I mean, you're sitting on the back deck and you're watching them tee off. You're sitting on the back deck and you're watching them, watching them put somebody thought this through. Somebody yeah. said, Hey, wouldn't this look good if we put these together? You know? Yeah. Yeah. The so, placement's really good. I have nothing but respect and admiration for them on that fact. Let me insert one thing about the mortgage thing, because I've had homeowners, I've had older couples that owned a home that, that we, you know, they might've had a suite. They might've had, you know, some section of their house separate, but I've had conversations with them and being the inquisitive kind of curious person that I am, I've asked, and there is something special to, at least to me as a consumer to know that here's, here's a couple. And my participation in helping this couple makes a big difference in their lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, these I, people... I have, I have quizzed them down about their cars and whatnot, and their ability to have a short-term rental has made a big difference in the way they're and a being in hot Springs village and, and being able to live the way they live. Now I'm enough of a, of an empathetic person. That's pretty stinking cool. Yeah, it really is. And these people are not big fat cats making millions of dollars. These people paying their own home note, you know, this is literally, this is the difference that, Hey, we're not going to have to go down and get a job at Walmart to to be a greeter or whatever, because the, the, we have a more expensive medication than we thought we would. These are just decent people who are, are, and and in every instance that I know of Randy, I uh, defer to you here. They're friendly people. These are friendly people who want to work with other friendly people. And there's no, well, and before we wrap up, Dennis, let's talk about, because there was some stuff on social media. There was a question about how many, how many units there were in the village and you were, you were front and center in that conversation, leading the way toward accuracy, but catching the arrows, I think Greg calls it. I think that's what Greg says. Yeah. Um, there's a company called air DNA and they have affiliations with, um, uh, Airbnb and with VRBO, which are by far and away the largest there's other independents and that that's, you know, those are there, 
but uh, the by far and away, they said there was they were saying like 247, 248 units. In yeah, the but village. back up, back up. Social media was there have got to be thousands. There have got to be at least a thousand short term rental properties inside the village that this is what was posted by a few people on social media. Yeah. 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 And, and, yeah. and frankly, Cindy wants at least half of them. I'm pretty sure if there's a thousand. <laughs> well, but what was the number, Dennis? The number was, it was, it was 247. And, and actually, if I'm not mistaken, and I'll, a little throw out here to Cindy Erickson, I believe she's added number 248. So it's not like I didn't know who the last one was, you know, uh, former chair of the board here. Um, it's, I, I think Randy, I think we need to just phrase it correctly. It is a, it is an international organization, but it's a homegrown entity. If you want to talk about buying local, come do an Airbnb in the village. You're not going to get more local than putting money back in mom and pop's pocket that they're going to go down to Brookshire's and spend, or they're going to go to village hardware and spend, or they may even come to see Clara or Cindy and buy a newer, bigger home if that's what they get to do. But the key, yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing puts more money in the economy than coming to see nice people who want you to come stay in their home for what I think is a pretty reasonable rate. Yep. So Cindy, your ideal, your ideal client mm -hmm. for you to manage is fill in the blank. Uh, as far as property owner. Yep. So I'm a property owner and mm -hmm. I'm a part-time resident there and I've got a house that largely sits empty. Mm. Yeah. My, I my, mean, am I your my ideal? ideal? My ideal client would be uh, one that just, it's just like, here it is. I, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. I want you to deal with it. And I'll just tell you when I'm coming and you can block the dates. Yeah. So they're looking for a turnkey solution, which is exactly what you provide. Right. Uh, I do want to throw one. Cindy mentioned we had lunch the other day and Cindy mentioned something. Uh, there was a guest that was in DeMonte that had a beautiful home. And for the our listeners that don't know what DeMonte is, it's a private community inside a private community <laughs> with a five, six hundred dollar a month fee to play golf. It's a country club inside a, 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 our, our facilities. It is fantastic. Half acre lots. It's gorgeous. It looks like it's manicured through the roof. And Cindy, if I'm not mistaken, you said the owner of the entire house of the house wanted to rent the entire house for $199 a month. And you said, you know, you're, you're leaving a lot of, or, or, I'm sorry, 199 a night. And you said, you know, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Maybe we should do that. And she was like, no, 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 we want to keep it full. But in a few weeks, she called back and said, we're selling it. We just can't make any money at it. <laughs> Listen to the expert, right, Cindy? Yeah, yeah that, that would be nice. <laughs> is that, that how problematic nice. is that, Cindy? Seriously, um, it, it's just a personality thing. I have some homeowners that want to micromanage and and, you know, call me to say, you know, they booked it for seven people. And I saw an eighth kid run by, you know, just on the video camera on the front door, you know, so there, there's, there's people that really. Um, but as far as pricing goes, I mean, do are, are people are people do they do they micromanage on the on the pricing? I mean, I would think. If, if I live know. in California, I can't imagine trying to establish the pricing when there you are boots on the ground. Right, right. And I, and I pull comps for people and I show them and I show them how to look, you know, and see, we'll see the surrounding homes and that in their neighborhood, maybe that are on the rental program. And, and I show them how to look at the, you know, what's comparable. This is a four bedroom. Yours is only a three, you know, they're on the lake. You're not, um, you know, I mean, there's yeah. just so many things involved in pricing sure. and usually, usually they, they, you know, there's like, okay, well, that, we'll, we'll try it. We'll start there, you know, and if we don't rent it, we'll lower it. And if we, you know, get a lot of, 
clientele and maybe we'll raise it a little bit. So. Well, and it's obviously in your best interest as a management firm to maximize it. So it's not like you're going right. to, you're going to cheap out on the thing. Cause right. before, this is merit pay. People, yes, we, so. uh, we have a vested interest in, in how much money you make. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, I'm going to fill in for, I'm going to answer a question for Cindy that I know the answer to somebody asked my wife the other day that, you know, we have four units and, and we're managing those all the time. And, and Cindy has multiples more than that. I'll say that. Um, and we were talking about that and somebody said, well, what does Dennis do all the time? And she said, apparently between 4 PM and 9 PM, he just texts people all night long answering questions like how the TV is and where the fireplace is and what the hot tub does. <laughs> Exactly. It's a lot of, it's a lot of messaging, isn't it, Cindy? It is. And it's like, what's the Wi-Fi password? It's like, it's, it's posted right there on the fridge. (laughs) Oh, it's a capital W. (laughs) Stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Or that two o'clock in the morning when they didn't read how to get into the village and they typed in the Westgate address and they were coming in on highway five. Yeah. Or, or or I have, I have had the occasional guest, Clara, you'll get a kick out of this. Call from the Cortez Gate. Yes. The unmanned middle of nowhere, middle of the night access yeah. to the National Forest Gate and go, we can't get in. And I'm like, and, and I promise, Cindy, I promise. I try not to be snotty sometimes. But when, when it's 2 a.m. and I'm tired, I'm like, oh, honey, it's another guest that didn't read the video or watch the video. <laughs> Nobody reads anymore. Nobody watches the video. And she's like. Honey, you don't have to be so snotty. I'm like, it's 2 a.m., honey. Watch the video. Oh, yeah. It, it is a customer service intensive kind of a kind of a business. It so, is. So, Claire, what have been, I mean, have there been any any big surprises? I mean, as we kind of wrap up here, I mean, any, as you got into the management side of this thing, I mean, I'm curious well, what your experiences are. Interesting that you asked that, Randy. And I'm unique coming into this because I actually cut my teeth in real estate years ago in short-term rentals. So I've seen Uh-oh. the morph of people paying cash or writing a check when they check out, picking up a physical key in the office, us not having driver's license information or any information about their car. I mean, we're, we are talking 18 years ago to our current system where now you're online You've got to put your credit card number in there. It's got a, it's, um, the payment has to come out. We ask all kinds of questions. You're actually signing a contract to actually be able to come in the village. Everything's digital or electronic. So those are the pluses that have changed. And um, I, I actually was a, a little hesitant as far as Remax is concerned about getting into nightly rentals because it is a customer service or a relationship-based business. It's all about the relationships. And unless we're going to manage those relationships and be the best at doing it, I didn't want to get into it. Uh, So back in um, the end of 2000, uh, beginning of 2018, I was telling Winter, who also works for us now, is handling the financial portion of our nightly rentals. I said, I don't think I have enough gray hair yet. Let's go for nightly rentals. And that's when I hired Winter to help me get the program started. And we since uh, hired on uh, Cindy at the beginning of this year to take over that role. And Cindy, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. (laughs) Thank you. All right. This is time for the shameless plug. Either one of you or both of you. So if, if if I'm a prospective client and I'm interested in contacting you guys, what's the best way for me to do that? Um, if you'd like to look at our properties, you can look at them at hsvnightlyrentals.com. Um, and if you'd like to email me, I'm hsvnightlyrentals at gmail.com. 
And the phone number is 501-922-3777. I'm used to giving it out myself. 922, what was the last? 3777. All right, so that's if I want to rent. So what if I want you to manage my property? Same, Same. thing? Yep. Same. Very good. Excellent. Any last words, Dennis? Well, just a question. What if I want to buy that lake house on Lake Granada, Clara? Who do I call? Hey, you still want to call Remax. That phone <laughs> number still works. 501-922-3777. There you just go. Just making sure. Just making sure. I really appreciate y'all being here today. Sincerely, this has been, you know, obviously it's something that's part of my life, Cindy, part of yours. I mean, it, it's every evening I'm telling, I'm texting people to reply and come on in the gate and whatever. And it's just, it's wonderful to have an association. I'm sorry, I meant to mention that we're starting a short-term rental association. If you are a short-term renter, if you are a Airbnb, or if you're thinking about it, email me, Dennis at hsbinsideout.com, Dennis at hsbinsideout.com. Happy to put you in touch with the association. Cindy's a member with us and a wonderful organization. Uh, and frankly, we're here to shine the best light on short-term rentals because we all do them. We all use them and we want them to be the best possible. So Dennis Simpson for Hot Springs Village Inside Out, Mr. Randy. That's it. That's it. Good night, everybody. I'm glad night, you were everybody. here. Randy, can I say one more thing before you we can, you absolutely can. Okay. I, I, a lot of people also think that, uh, nightly rentals is somehow, um, not what it really is because if you own a home and most people don't think of it like this, but I mean, you, you might come in to your house maybe three times a year and you come in and like that glass bowl that was in the cabinets missing now, or the refrigerator magnets gone or something like that. But you also have to remember how many pictures are in somebody's photo album of their vacation. And that's your house. You made their vacation. Awesome. And um, that's a huge thing. And a lot of people just don't ever look at that side of it, but you're actually making people smile. You're making people happy and you're the biggest part of the reason they had a great time. This is why Cindy and I get along so much is because we're <laughs> on the same page. It looks like we do rentals. We help people make great memories. Exactly. And, and then, well, and there's no, there's prop, there's not, in my opinion, I'm biased again. And I'm the, I'm the outside, as Dennis pointed out the other day, it's hot Springs village inside out. He's the inside. Y'all are the inside. I'm the out I'm looking to get <laughs> inside, but man, there's just, there's no better place to make those kind of memories either. Hot Springs right. village. That's the reason it's the star of our show. Thanks ladies for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of hot Springs village inside out a podcast where hot Springs village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.